Welcome to the Hillside. I am your host in the Kampala telling you Karibu Sana to the Christian podcast. I wish to express my heartfelt gratitude to each one of you who have taken time to listen to our podcasts and to read our blogs. Our prayer is that the blogs and the podcast content is blessing your life and that you're growing in your Christian faith. I wish to welcome you to join me up here on the hillside of life where the view is breathtaking and the air is fresh. Yes, as always. And so to start us off, I would like to read the book of Ecclesiastes chapter number three and verse number one. And it says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Today on this fourth episode of the podcast, I will be taking you through the topic, Faint Not. Faint Not. The book of Proverbs chapter 24 and verse number 10 says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Testing time comes to all men. When the sky is clear above us, when loving friends stand around us with protecting care, when privileges abound on every side, it is comparatively easy to maintain an equable and obedient mind. We can all row with the stream and sail with the favoring wind. But the hour must come to us that comes to all in time, when we have to face difficulty or to sustain heavy loss, or to go on our way with a lonely heart or to suffer some keen and all but crusading disappointment. When we are moved to say with Jacob, all these things are against me. And with Elijah, Lord, take away my life. We faint and fall in the day of adversity. Without adversity, how would you show faith or strength? You could talk about it, but talk is cheap. You could believe you are strong, but that is even more deceitful. You could tell the Lord you would never deny him, but until the trial is past, your words are vain. It is adversity that exposes false professions or stony ground hearers, so take heed. My soul, be thou silent before God. Rest calm and undisturbed. Thine enemies are round about thee, and have sore beset thee. Thy troubles do surround thee like strong bulls of passion, but rest my soul in God. Thine enemies are mighty, but he is almighty. Thy troubles are grievous, but he is greater than thy troubles, and he shall deliver thee from them. Let not thy soul be agitated. The wicked are like this troubled sea that cannot rest. Be thou like unto them. Be thou calm. Let not a wave ruffle thy untroubled spirit. Cast thy burden on the Lord, and then sleep on his bosom. Commit thy way unto Jehovah, and then rest in sure and certain confidence. For should the earth's old pillars shake, and all the wheels of nature break, our steadfast souls should hear no more than solid rocks when billows roar. Nothing is so sweet as to lie passive in God's hands and know no will but his. Christ will never abandon the soul for whom he has died. The soul may leave him and be overwhelmed with temptation, but Christ can never turn from one for whom he has paid the ransom of his life. Could your spiritual vision be quickened? 
We should see souls bowed under oppression and burdened with grief, pressed as a cat beneath sheaves and ready to die in discouragement. We should see angels flying swiftly to aid these tempted ones who are standing as on the brink of a precipice. The angels from heaven force back the hosts of evil that encompass these souls and guide them to plant their feet on the sure foundation. The battles waging between the two armies are as real as those fought by the armies of this world. And on the issue of spiritual conflict, eternal destinies depend. We have only to live one day at a time. And if we get acquainted with God, he will give us strength for what is coming tomorrow. Grace sufficient for each day. And every day will find its own victories, just as it finds its trials. Strength is not tested or demonstrated in days of ease. Rather, it is in times of adversity one finds out just how strong he is. According to scripture, a man who faints in the day of adversity is a man who already possessed little strength. God does not require man to always be at the peak of his strength, but God does ask that man stay in the fight and refuse to quit. Galatians 6 verse 9 Only those who endure hardness and fight through adversity will enjoy the rewards. The fact that we are called upon to endure trial through that proves that the Lord Jesus sees in us something very precious, which he desires to develop. If he saw in us nothing whereby he might glorify his name, he would not spend time in refining us. We do not take special pains in pruning bumbles. Christ does not cast worthless stones into his furnace. It is valuable all that he tests. To men whom God designs shall fill responsible positions. He in mercy reveals their hidden defects, that they may look within and examine critically the complicated emotions and exercises of their own hearts, and detect that which is wrong. Thus, they may modify their dispositions and refine their manners. The Lord in his providence brings men where he can test their moral powers and reveal their motives of action, that they may prove what is right in themselves and put away that which is wrong. God would have his servants become acquainted with the moral machinery of their own hearts. In order to bring this about, he often permits the fire of affliction to assail them that they may become purified. But who may abide the day of his coming and who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is a refiner's fire and like fuller's hope and he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver and he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Malachi chapter number 3 uh, verse 2 to 4. God leads his people on step by step. He brings them up to different points calculated to manifest what is in the heart. Some endure at one point but fall off at the next. At every advanced point, the heart is tested and tried a little closer. If the professed people of God find their hearts opposed to this straight work, it should convince them that they have a work to do to overcome if they would not be spewed out of the mouth of the Lord. God also brings adversity to increase your strength through trials much like boot camp in the military. Faith is not built by prosperity, but rather by adversity, when you must have God's help, because his purpose is your perfection. You should appreciate difficult times when they come. We will not be able to meet the trials of this time without God. We are to receive daily supplies of grace for each day, daily emergency. We are to keep close to the source of our strength, 
day by day. And when the enemy comes in, rushing like a flood, the Spirit of God lifts up a standard for us against the enemy. The promise of God is sure that strength shall be proportioned to our day. We may be confident for the future only in the strength that is given for the present necessities. The experience in God is daily becoming more precious. Do not borrow anxiety for the future. It is today that we are in need. The Lord is our helper, our God and our strength in every time of need. Christian, your adversity is not the result of fate or chance, but the wise counsel of your heavenly Father. Not as sparrow falls without his providential oversight, and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Matthew 10:29-31. His chastening rod should be seen as proof of everlasting love and fervent desire for your perfection. Hebrews 12, verse 5 to 8. And so, my friend, today, faint not. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Remember, testing time comes to all men. Thank you, and God bless you. <music>